Chapel Town, 2 a.m. No one is praying. Someone is praying. Salt fish and dumplings are pushed through a grill, bolted on the cafe counter, along with a chipped mug of strong tea swill. Legs, mottled in blue from the cold, swish into the meager shelter. Those tired pins look like something already dead or dying above a wrinkle of cheap pointed leather. The two girls enter in a hail of curses. Their skin is coarse and pancaked when stripped of shadows by the buzzing neon. One of them heaves her bosom, barely zipped into a fake fur-trimmed garment that would do well to cheat the wind over the counter, the other unpops the studs of white nylon fabric gathered above a tiny stretched pelmet of skirt. Hard eyes calculate the time off the beat. No endearments are exchanged. If money is passed between them, it is not apparent to the eyes of interlopers. Who among these sallow, hollow men hugging the edges of the room would dare trade with that hand with its gashed knuckle or approach any of his charges? Did he pass furtively along the edge of their world, sniffing the scent, seething and plotting to sharpen and strike? Josie has a husband up in the town jail. He'd never laid a glove upon her. But the violence that accompanied the robbery had put him away for several years. She had grown tired of waiting and now sat to the left of Percy Inch along with her chaperone, a disappointed and angry girl who Inch is determined to lose. The spark that remained in her charge had been utterly extinguished in Jane. They were neither plain nor pretty. The difference between them was Josie still imagined something better. Inch believed her compliant, leaned hard into the babble of Inch's tired war stories. Josie occasionally recognized names that tumbled out in a tangle of private jokes and leaden ironies. They didn't impress her much. He had obviously seen too much too quickly and now seemed intent to recite it all in order to blunder his way back home the voice in her head is screaming why don't you take me somewhere soft and warm and give me something to remember but her glazed expression remains fixed on his monologue sometime around 3 a.m fatigue outruns disapproval and the chaperone leaves josie to her fate Inch and the girl quit pretending that there is anything to detain them further in this waiting room filled with pox and hacking coughs. They repair to a hotel that rejoices in the name the Bland Arms. Once within, the visitor was welcomed along a purple corridor decorated with a repeated motif, the silhouette of an unclothed dancing woman enticing the residents to bed with outstretched limbs oh heaven preserve us because they don't deserve us. <laughs>
Anyway, <laughs> let's just leave it there. 